0: Are you ready? Yeah. Alright. I'm Lisa. And I'm Kelly. And this is Bad at Boundaries, the podcast where we share personal stories about setting boundaries, healing, and growing into the people we want to be.
1: Get ready to laugh, sigh, and draw the line with us. Super easy first take. (laughs) There we go. Now the microphone is picking us up because I selected the correct one we just had a delightful start to this recording session
0: a religious experience literally somebody i don't know how this happened because we're working obviously out of the library computer and normally when we like log in onto our desktop like there's no evidence anybody else has been here it's like i'm
1: logged in using my library card so
0: then why was something labeled patty's project on the desktop and when we clicked on it it was a very drum heavy, special effect heavy worship song.
1: Yes. I want
0: to praise the Lord and the Virgin Mary.
1: I, I, I've never heard this song before, so I don't know. I don't know it, but That's, this person was singing their heart out. Yes. the lev- We actually could barely hear them um, because we, the drums were we so loud. In, we went in and adjusted the levels. <laughs> so we could listen. We were snooping. But we we joked about making it the new opening track for this, but we don't know who Patty is, so we no. cannot get their consent.
0: I wish we could embed some music at the end of this for you, but
1: we were We did the cool. right thing. We, we moved it to ups. the recycle bin. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm actually going to empty the trash right now just for patty you're
0: welcome patty i
1: I hope hope that sound is in the podcast as evidence
0: uh speaking of the podcast you guys season two episode 13 Mm -hmm. we are finished another season which is insane and what better time to break from format than the last episode of the season
1: Yeah, so I have a game called We're Not Really Strangers. And if you haven't heard about it, it's almost like icebreaker questions, but it's like in a red box and around the corners it says, um, Come Curious, Leave Connected. So it's meant to help like inspire, like just shake up the conversations you're having with the people around you. And I forgot I had it, but one of my (laughs) friends just returned it to me. Oh my God. So Lisa and I decided that we're going to do it live as our... Uh, season two finale episode. I think this is going to be really fun. I've also seen this
0: game all over my Instagram feed and I've always been like, really want to play that, but nobody I know has it. So now this is the perfect chance. Also too, we're like coming off one year since we met. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how much we have accomplished in this one year, but also sometimes our friendship feels like it has moved so fast, so quickly. Sometimes I'm like, who is Kelly? <laughs> I don't even know her. So this is going to be really fun to just... To just see, you know, Mm -hmm. who are you? Let's probe below the surface. And yeah, also, I'm kind of nervous. I hope the questions don't like cross
1: boundaries or something well i've played this game once before and i played it with my oldest friend and we actually found level one was really easy because we've known each other since we were 12 so yeah we could actually like answer some of these for each other oh fun um, so we're starting with level one today and then we'll see we want feedback from everyone to s- see if you like this format but I was like, we could make this a fun little like season finale tradition because there's a lot of cards that we could slowly make our way through. We should like
0: totally let the people who make this board game know that we're doing this. Oh, we yeah, could get we a can... promo
1: code, I bet. I bet. Or we could just at least tag them on Instagram and hope they repost us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Give us the exposure, please. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you want to do card for card?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll pull the first yeah, one. you go first. If MySpace were still a thing, mm. what would my profile song be?
0: <laughs> Red,
1: Taylor Swift. <laughs> Honestly, probably, especially at the age that I actually never had MySpace. Oh. I went straight to Nexopia. You're so Canadian. I love it. But I think it's because the idea
0: of putting together a top eight stressed me out. <laughs> but- it's true. You were not petty like I was. I was definitely like... I think we were just talking about this like right before we hit record. Um, I was chronically online from a very young age, which looking back explains so much about my mental health journey, just like straight up too much time on the computer. Uh, I have multiple MySpace profiles, uh, mostly because I kept on forgetting the password to like get into the main one. But mine was very like early scene, emo kind of core. There was definitely lots of like, hot pink and like bright turquoise black and white and like it was basically Mm. like walking into a hot topic oh I pictured like an 80s ski jacket uh yes I was actually very when I was like preteen I dressed very 80s inspired I had like four or five t-shirts with David Bowie on it
1: there's someone right outside the booth whose backpack is black white hot pink and lime green oh my that was my exact aesthetic (laughs) perfect
0: okay let me let me draw one for you now
1: Ooh, okay. Do
0: I remind you of anyone? Honestly, no. Oh, I'm so unique. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Um,
1: Because I think there's there's probably, like, aspects of you that make me think of other people. Mm. But I don't think I've met anyone with your, like... Okay, I think a good example. The first time I went to, like, a social gathering at your house, (laughs) you had, like, a full, like lineup planned for the evening yeah like you and you and John were like the ringmasters of this of this event and I was like I have never been to a party like this I love it and I hope I am invited back to all of them are you serious I was because
0: I was having so much anxiety about that party because like it was our first attempt at throwing it was our Halloween party right
1: yeah and I've never been to a structured party like that since like elementary school that was like age appropriate no
0: I like I love a good structured party especially like as somebody who like in social situations sometimes I get really stressed out it's just nice to know like what's going to happen and then also like have things to talk about for lack of a better term and I was having so much anxiety about that party because like Pre COVID, we used to do a big Halloween party or we would like plan bar crawls for everyone. Like we were Halloween party people. And because COVID was still a factor, like at around that time, we only had like ten people out. And I was like, it feels so small. Like it doesn't feel like normally we have like at least thirty people involved.
1: That's fair though, because yeah. I felt like that I felt like that for a long time where I was like ten feet ten people felt like a lot compared to yeah. like current events mm-hmm. but then compared to like other stuff I do think I I did realize lately that like my crowd aversion mm-hmm. is like n- no longer anything to do with like the events of 2020 I just oh, yeah. it's getting old <laughs>
0: it's getting older and it's like why are there so many people here I don't want to be here just because all of you are here I totally get that
1: well and it's almost like there's too many people yeah. for me to like people watch
0: Total. well Actually, I get that too. Mm -hmm. I like, I love just kind of, you know, I'm nosy. I
1: like knowing (laughs) what people are doing. It's interesting. On the topic of being nosy, here's your next question. Still on level one, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Do you think I fall in love easily? Why or why not? No, I don't think you fall in love easily. Because I I
0: don't think, have, have you ever felt like you've ever been in love with somebody?
1: No, I've never been in a relationship where I told the other person I love them Mm. in a romantic way right I can tell my friends I love them all the time Mm -hmm. but it's just different why why do you think that is is it just like that's a really good question (laughs) that I've talked about in therapy and coaching I think it's Mm. called hyper independence Mm. where I'm just like I think for a long time I just couldn't separate the idea of like romantic love from like giving up part of yourself which it is it is but it isn't it's more just like finding a person where you're going to be a team and do life together mm-hmm. um and just for a long time like honestly there's some days where I'm like I don't know if I ever want that mm-hmm. um which is fine because I think I, I was born in the right decade to mm-hmm. be able to make totally. that decision and, and live my life totally but Yeah, I think probably also, like, fear of rejection and... The normal things, And when I'm stressed out, like, I have a little bit of... I definitely veer towards avoidant, like, attachment, Mm -hmm. which I am aware of. But being self-aware doesn't mean I'm successfully doing anything about it. Can I,
0: like, pretend to be your therapist for a Mm -hmm. moment? And, like, obviously, I'm not a therapist, so, like you know what flat out just ignore this like plug your ears (laughs) but do you ever think like I feel like when we were growing up there was so much of the narrative around love and relationships is is like you're looking for your other half you're looking for your soulmate you're looking for a person who you're gonna have like a deeper connection with anybody else but like you growing up not only a twin, but an identical twin. You're like, bitch, I already have a connection I don't have with anybody oh. else. I already have a soulmate. I already have my other half. Like, Yeah, like
1: I already have all the... And I have like mm. a pretty like well-curated group of friends. Yeah. Where I have different people I can go to for different things. Mm-hmm. And then also like no... There's just no man who is ever going to match the weight That's of exactly it. Th- almost... Almost 32 years of Mm -hmm. shared experience, plus the nine months that we were in the womb together. But isn't it also
0: nice because now you're like, oh, I don't have to find my soulmate. I could just find somebody who's really good at taxes and is really neat.
1: (laughs) It's a nice family. Except then, like, the one need that's, like, kind of, like, left open is, like, physical touch, which I'm, like, honestly, like, sometimes I go through phases where I'm just, like, completely indifferent to it. So I'm, like, I don't need to be in a relationship. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just not something I want or need. Well, like if it's not something you want or need, then why bother pursuing it? Yeah. Also. <laughs> and that's why I flip flop in and out of the dating apps. A-O. Because I'm like, do I wanna be here? Yeah. And do I need to drag other people along this discovery journey with me? There's also a reason why God invented vibrators. Yeah.
0: Truly. <laughs> what do you think I'm most likely to splurge
1: on? Oh, tarot readings. <laughs>
0: From Georgia.
1: Shout out <laughs> to our girl, Georgia.
0: Georgia. Her, her Etsy shop is Light Visions Tarot. I literally won't let anybody else read my cards anymore. It's just pointless. She does such a good job. But I got paid. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was the first thing I bought after months of budgeting and like scrimping and saving, being unemployed while John in school and like having nothing. First thing. Full bundle tarot reading with Georgia. My favorite thing is, too, she keeps her prices really reasonable. So it was, like, 50 bucks for, like, an hour-long reading. It was amazing. But yes.
1: <laughs> no. Actually, I was with you last weekend, so I know that your first yeah, you Slew were your tarot reading. And then we just wandered home sense to see if anything spoke to us. But we also said yeah. before we went in what we were actually looking what for. What we were after. And yes. we did a pretty good job of sticking to it. Well, I went
0: in there with the intention of buying just hand soap, and I got hand soap, uh, two new hair clippies, tea towels, which I didn't even remotely need, but God, they look great, Mm -hmm. Uh, tarot cards, and I feel like I got one more thing. I don't
1: know. No, you were just carrying around your big water bottle. So you had to carry things. <laughs> I was things. carrying around my
0: big water bottle, which I purchased at Winners the day before. <laughs> <laughs> at the same winners or at a different one? It was one? a different winner's. Yeah. Although they definitely had the same bottle in stock. And then when I was getting hit on by the teenage cashier who was like, um, checking yes. all my things out he definitely thought I was about to seal it until I like purposely took a really huge sip and yeah <laughs> just slurp it I was like there's stuff in here like I brought this in
1: <laughs> no okay I guess I didn't I was there looking for a blanket that mm. I didn't buy because I said I had enough and then I immediately regretted it so now <laughs> I've been looking for it ever since oh no you can't but buy I, it. I'm. I've only seen it that one time. Shit. And I have a picture of it, which is what makes it worse, because I know how cute it was. Oh, no. Like, sometimes at winters, if you walk away and it's not there, you're like, well, sometimes when you go back, it's not as good anyways. Yeah. Um, but I bought drawer organizers for my dresser. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was actually really satisfying. I did it when I got home that night. I did it at 9.30 p.m., which is when I do all my best cleaning. <laughs> I
0: clean at four o'clock every day. If I'm home and it's four, I'll clean. But okay, wait, dilly dally. I saw this hack on TikTok where it was like if you're in like a winner's or a home sense or a combo winner's home sense, and you're like, oh my God, this thing is so cute, before you decide to like, Take it home with you. Take it to the aisle that has, like, all the hooks and, like, random,
1: like, things. I heard that, too. And you
0: put it on a shelf there and see if it still looks cute next to all the other stuff.
1: So, the one I saw was you Mm. take it to the garbage can aisle. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) Which which I think is even better. Because some stuff, it, like, the way they stage their decor They get you. They get you. And they color code it, which we know speaks to me. (laughs) Have we... If we haven't shared a picture of my bookshelves
0: already, we, we will. need to. It's it's obsessive and insane, and it looks so good. But yeah, they're apparently the hack to like shopping at Winners is just take shit out of the aisle where you spotted it and
1: look at it in a neutral, yeah, <laughs> neutral, honestly, unsexy setting. That's the way to go. I feel like taking things to like the pet aisle would work too, because that mm. aisle is always
0: chaos. Mm, yeah, it's true. And there's always a dog in there, and it's always like two seconds away from peeing on something too. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay,
1: next question for you. Are we doing,
0: wait, wait, hold on. Are we doing three level ones, three level twos, three level threes?
1: Oh, I actually was thinking we would just stick to level one. Um, oh, and, you're scared? <laughs> and pay attention to where we left off. And Ooh. like every season finale, we'll just do the next few cards in the game
0: oh my god i've been pulling randomly from the
1: pile see this is when you have someone who's like lawful neutral and then chaos just over here in my brain i was like if people like listening to this then we need to know where we left off so we can do it again see
0: and in my brain i was like let's do like a couple of one
1: a couple of two and a couple of three here's the thing though (laughs) <laughs> neither of us will remember which questions we've done before but here's the thing we're recording this that's true yes i think i still wouldn't remember i
0: think i wouldn't care that we recorded it i would just say
1: whatever okay the other option is we could just put the cards we do today in the bottom of the box yeah and then we can keep pulling random ones let's do that i like i like that but we don't have to do it right now <laughs> I have to. here it i all am up. <laughs> trying to get it organized <laughs> i would send the pencils and flying <laughs> yeah. But yeah if you want to switch to level two we can do that now Well, not to elbow you there, but I would (laughs) like to. (laughs) Okay, um, let's see. So level one is labeled as perception Perception. cards. Level two are the connection cards. Ooh, this is actually a fun one. So this is a wild card. Okay. And it says, press shuffle on your music library. Your phone is right here. Fuck. (laughs) Explain the first song that comes up. And I am watching to make sure that she's just Oh my god, I'm about to be humiliated. Okay, really quick dilly-dally before we do this. We
0: had to submit some staff meeting. It's like, everybody submit your favorite songs. And I didn't know what to type in. And it was on like a timer thing. So I ended up submitting September by Earth, Wind & Fire. Which is, like, a great song, but, like, not my favorite song. So but Taylor
1: Swift covered it. Do she you did. remember? And I added that to the list
0: of things I might want to dance to on my wedding day, which now is awful and such a meme. Okay. Disregard that. Um, <laughs> shuffle on, okay, my whole library. Yeah. But, okay, my like songs are only 74. Can I do it from a specific playlist? You know what? Maybe pick your... I'm going to do Bab Energy. I will honor it because each song on this playlist has a story and there's... 8 hours of music on here. So there's yeah. a really wide selection. Okay. Can't hit that shuffle button. Oh god, I'm scared. I'm turning up the volume.
1: Hold. No, me. you. You Did you hit shuffle or just play? It's on shuffle. Oh, it's on shuffle. Okay. Okay.
0: So The song is "Hold Me Closer" by Elton John and Britney Spears. I just thought it was the perfect iconic blend.
1: Okay, we should probably pause it. Just yeah, so we don't get (laughs) dinged. Well, no, probably just in case people can't hear you over it. Oh
0: yeah. Okay, so the song that came up was uh, "Hold Me Closer," which is like a dance remix of Elton John's, obviously like "Tiny Dancer." And Britney Spears... Oh, wait, no. I think she just comes in on the song. Yeah, Yeah, she's just a feature, yeah.
1: But she was fresh out of her conservatorship when they did this. It's just such like a fun and also like two gay
0: icons together like how can you not and I still have yet to go to like a gay bar also as like an out person like I haven't had that experience yet and I know it'll probably be different because I I appear very like you know straight Uh, but every time I like put on that song it's like the perfect like old school kind of club mix and it's just like yes one day like that's gonna be me.
1: And they both just sound like they're having so much fun iconic like
0: just iconic I can't remember when like what year specifically that came out though
1: like Elton John just had like the movie about his life come out totally and Britney Spears has been all over the press so it was it was really nice just like hearing them have fun have a moment and like do what they're good at totally and I mean slay like yeah they're both so talented just so
0: good okay I'll do yours has a stranger ever changed your life
1: Ooh, mm. that's a good question but I think mm. it depends on like what your definition of stranger is because mm. like actually this came up yesterday I was talking to someone about like like her partner came up mm. and I was like oh like we got along from the beginning and she was like yeah but you don't filter yourself with new people so <laughs> yeah. you show up as you are so like it mm. doesn't take you any time to like get a read on other people and settle in too like yeah my one friend's boyfriend like we'd only actually met one time at like a group dinner mm-hmm. so we hadn't had quality time and I needed to like borrow a piece of clothing when she was out of town for work so like mm-hmm. I go to their apartment he meets me at the door he's on FaceTime with her yeah hilariously okay <laughs> so he like hands off the bag and like we chit chat for a couple minutes but it's mostly me and my friend <laughs> chiming who's chiming in from FaceTime yeah and then I go to turn around and walk down the hallway and he goes okay bye girl <laughs> and I was just like I immediately like him, yeah, like, and I amazing. felt like those two words gave me so much more insight into his personality. As like totally, though. that whole group dinner that we'd been at together. Oh my god! And it was funny because <laughs> I asked my friend about this later, and he, she was like, "He doesn't even say that. Just like even say not girl. That's not his catchphrase or anything <laughs> like that. But he was just, I don't know. Like I was also running uh late, yeah, and just stopping in in between other things. So oh. I literally like ran up like yelled at him like hi i'm here to pick up this and then like left um so but he matched
0: the energy very well i appreciate people who are able to match energy Mm -hmm. like i love
1: that chameleon vibe (laughs) sometimes it's good Mm. Ooh, Mm. you keep getting the wild cards i know this one just says Admit something. <laughs> admit something. Mm. I can. Do you want time to think? Because I can set this down pull another one and we can come back to yeah, it. Yeah, I need okay. time to think. I'm like, oh, what should I admit to? How can you become a better person?
0: <laughs> How can I become a better person? You want to get deep, deep? I'll do both at once. Ooh, because I'm, I'm for one. feeling up to the challenge. So something happened the other day. I think I mentioned this on a previous episode where like a friend had told me what another friend had said about the podcast behind my back and how it really hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what the friend had said to the person who told me was basically like I had told the story and she was just like, I don't remember that happening. And it like triggered a very big feeling in me that was not appropriate for the situation. But like, so this friend is a very old friend, and she's seen me through de- like many different incarnations of like bad behavior, good behavior, growing, retracting, growing again. And like, she, I kind of thought she understood that like memory stuff is a touchy subject for me. Like, she basically implied that like I had told a lie, which I didn't. I told something from my perspective of something happening. And We also all know that, like, memory is incredibly subjective. Like, we never have a clear recollection of, like, what's happened. But, like, for me as well, because I was an alcoholic for so many years, I don't remember a very large portion of my 20s. Like, I just don't. So it really bugs me when, like, especially when I was starting to recover, a lot of people would, like, when I would talk about my past experiences, they were so quick to, like, shut me down and say like, well, like you were drunk for that. Like you have no idea what was going on. And it was such a like, at first it was, well, do you think I'm lying? Because like, I don't lie anymore. I used to do that when I was a little kid and I felt really insecure which every kid does, but I was also like the poor kid in the rich kid's school. So I was constantly lying about the resources I had access to, the experiences I had had because I wasn't having, couldn't keep up financially with my peers around me. That was the reality. So when kids would come back from summer vacation and talk about all the awesome stuff they did on vacation with their parents, I would tell lies about what I did that summer because I was too embarrassed to say, well, I sat in my basement because it was too hot to be in any other part of the house. So
1: I I got really (laughs) sorry what what are the questions i'm answering right how can you become a better person i feel like you're already doing part of it like you're facing your alcoholism.
0: I think the thing that I'm trying to do with being a better person is like letting go of the shame of that actually happening to me. And like Mm -hmm. realizing addiction springs up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always look like getting up and having a glass of, you know, wine or a glass of whiskey first thing in the morning. You know, when I see people walking down the street making more eye contact with their phone versus the people like they're spending time with, like, that's an addiction too. Yeah. Like it just, it looks so different on, on everybody who suffers with it. And I, I just want to like cut myself more slack. And instead of being like, you have no right to talk about your past experiences or no right to feel a certain way, because for all, you know, it might be completely different. I want to just look back on the past with a little more kindness and say to myself, like, well, I can only say what feels true to me, and letting go of the shame that other people make me feel or because I just physically don't remember
1: yeah and I think it's also hard too when you have so much shame attached to a certain period totally you're used to like downplaying Mm -hmm. the situation or like almost like belittling yourself because Mm -hmm. if you make the
0: joke first no one else can and for years I was so quick to make the joke of I'm just a drunk I'm just a party girl I'm drinking away my brain cells like don't listen to me and like now that I've gotten through it it's like like, yeah, that happened. That was true. But it's not true anymore. And even if it was, that doesn't make me less of a, like, valid human being than mm-hmm. anybody else. And I feel like people who just don't understand that about addiction, you know, they clearly live very privileged lives. Yeah. And I'm really, I, I hope they never have to deal with that, frankly. Yeah.
1: But, but <laughs> I think that's good because I think a good, like, blanket way to describe addiction mm-hmm. is when You're consistently choosing something that you know isn't good for you Mm -hmm. at the expense of things that are good for you, like relationships, like Mm -hmm. good habits, like keeping your body moving and like being physically active and drinking water.
0: Yeah, my God, drinking water every chance you can get. So that was that was a good one. Are you ready? If you don't get a deep one, I'm going to be so mad. What would your younger self not believe about your life today?
1: Ooh. Okay, this is actually a good one. So I've mentioned before that I was so painfully shy growing up. Like to the extent that up until the end of grade nine, um, I did my like oral presentations in the hallway. Like by the end of grade nine, I graduated to doing my presentations facing my teacher's desk mm-hmm. with, like, the class to my back. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was not good. Oh, wow, Kelly. And then, like, it was bad enough. So, I think I've mentioned we mm. switched high schools for grade 11. Right. And my first period, first semester class <laughs> was chem 30 with all oh, grade yeah. 12 students, <laughs> yeah. a few of whom were quite good looking. Oh, God. Um, So, and I joined student leadership as a way to make friends, which was honestly, like, the best thing. Mm. Oh, actually, no, that's how Stranger changed my life. When my (laughs) sister and I toured our high school for the first time, there were a couple Mm of students from the leadership team Mm. who were strangers at the time, who, like, hyped things up, gave, Mm. like, a pretty good, just, like, realistic description of the school. Mm -hmm. Like, optimistic, but realistic. Um, And that was, like, a big part of what we based our decision on. Mm. And they became friends later, but at that moment they were strangers. So, anyways, we did a day of silence. Um, I forget. Oh, this was I
0: remember you telling me about this. Yeah, I can this visualize
1: was... the duct tape on
0: your mouth, and the so people we
1: didn't do duct tape, everyone <laughs> oh. face painted their faces white. Oh my god, to indicate that you weren't speaking for the day. Oh my god, and one of my <laughs> classmates looks at me and he goes how is this different from any other day? I've never heard you speak. Oh, my God. And I was like... Thank you. And I just nodded at him because mm-hmm. I was like... I I can't were, say anything like, back. <laughs> but here's the thing. I wouldn't have otherwise. <laughs> and I was like just sitting there being like, can he see me blushing through this oh face? It wasn't It wasn't the guy I had a crush on, but Still, the guy that sits next it, to
0: him. It's also like somebody older than you talking to you. And when you're that young, you're just like,
1: <gasps> I can't. Yeah. Oh and like half okay at the time it felt like half the football there were at least three football players in that class oh my god yeah back when I went on my work trip in Toronto like end Mm. of April so like months ago now Mm. um there was like a pitch contest one day and then there was like a team I was gonna say group project but it was completely Mm -hmm. voluntary Mm -hmm. um and I was the one that presented for my group both days and I got the runner-up our team got the runner-up wow. award both times oh my gosh and like the pinch pitch contest i got a starbucks gift card out of it Ooh. and then <laughs> the other one the runner-up prize was we got two extra paid days off oh tight so like good prizes mm. but my younger self wouldn't have even competed like signed no. up to compete like wow. that would not have been sufficient And I recently had like a performance review with my Mm -hmm. with my manager. And she like made a point of bringing that up again. And she was like, yeah, like I hadn't seen you public speak like in Mm. person because we work remotely. Wow. And she made a point of like complimenting that again. And I was (laughs) like, my younger self would never believe this. It's amazing. Like when you're
0: young and still trying to find your voice, how many opportunities pass you by just because you're physically unable to like get Mm -hmm. there you know like like,
1: even having I think also like I read so much and there were so many words out there Mm. and I was like I always felt like I was a bit of a late bloomer just Mm. because like I wasn't really interested in crushes until like grade eight or nine (laughs) I think grade eight maybe like end of grade seven was when I had my first like solid crush whereas everyone else had been talking about this since elementary and I was like I don't know. I don't get what you're (laughs) explaining. Like Until I had experienced it, like, I didn't understand what people were describing. Oh, yeah. But I think just, yeah, I always felt, like, emotionally, I was just, like, a little slow on the uptake. Like, when I said we were in the nerd class, Mm -hmm. like my homeroom class was still playing sand tag every lunch hour oh and recess through the end of grade nine. Wow. So when other people are like going on coffee dates or walking to Booster juice a block away, we're like, tag, hey, you're it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that though. That's kind of amazing. Which is fine. Like I grew up at my own pace, Mm -hmm. and that's fine, but I just had, I always felt like I had like, I witnessed my peers doing things Mm. before I was willing to try them for myself. I feel like a a lot of kids are
0: like that, especially kids who are high performers, Mm -hmm. let's say, like they need to logically they need to watch somebody do it a few times especially kids with anxiety too in order to have the reassurance of like a reliable outcome and it's okay I'm gonna throw your own words at you really quick you said I didn't want to talk because there were so many words out there and it's like almost like you feel like you need to know them all (laughs) before you can speak oh yeah and you know what you said to me when we were talking about I think about a year ago when I was saying to you like I really want to write a book and you said I want to write a book too but there are so many books out there I have to read them all before I can write one yeah so like you're I oh was being
1: God. um I was I had limiting beliefs based on perfectionism tendencies mm-hmm. from a very young age yeah um <laughs> but I think that was like I remember like Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. I did not get invested in it at a young age because like i could not keep up with the pace of conversations they would ha- have yeah that's fair or like i'd be at a birthday party and there would be conversations happening around like the kitchen table mm-hmm. and i would just like be like i want to focus back on everything, everything. Yeah, like i'd be <laughs> like i was like watching a tennis match back oh and my forth God. Because I was so busy, like, processing Mm -hmm. that by the time I thought of anything to say, we were, like, two topics beyond it.
0: Right. And it's like, oh, it's too late. But also, like, that's just being a little kid and your brain is developing. And, like, you're not supposed to be able to do that right out of the womb. Like, everything's a learning process.
1: Well, and do you know what my biggest fear was back then? What? That I was going to interrupt somebody who was (laughs) saying something important. Oh, my God. And now that I'm older and I just got better at speaking I've realized that a lot of times people are making it up on the spot anyways yep. which the, is what we do every Wednesday well the best conversations are like
0: improvising you know like yeah. you're just you're very engaged in what the other person is saying you're so engaged that you aren't pre-planning what you're about to say the second people start pre-planning like there's a difference between like, having notes beforehand and then saying them on the fly versus like people who are like those kind of conversationalists where it's like they're half listening to you but really they're waiting to like throw their own stuff in that's not a real that's not real conversation
1: well and I think what really made the biggest difference Mm. was like I had a teacher say like oh if you want someone else to know that Mm. you want to talk, use your body language. Because if I'm sitting there blank face because on the inside I'm panicking and trying to figure out what to say, Mm -hmm. they have no idea I'm trying to jump into the conversation. But if you're like leaning in or like you open your mouth, take a breath, anything, Mm -hmm. or just like make your eyes big, that's giving the other person cues that you have something to say. Well,
0: even like, look at me just now about to interrupt you. <laughs> like,
1: the inhale and the sit back lets you know. Like Yeah, and I feel like that's something we've gotten better mm-hmm. at is, like, we, we tried for a long time to, like, speak directly at the iMac computer. And not make eye contact because we needed to figure out our sound. Yeah. <laughs> but then we just talked over each other all the time constantly because i couldn't see i'm trying
0: to do it right now i can't see what the fuck you're doing over there
1: <laughs> yeah are you Another. ready for your next question yeah level two still or let's do one more level two well
0: fuck it you do it let's do it i'll try to be fast
1: Ooh. okay this is a wild card so both- again all three of mine both players write the three most important things in life to you. We're supposed to only have 60 seconds and then we compare. I'll just say them off the top of
0: my head. Oh, yeah, I don't even you need to write them, it down. Just go. Most important things in life are love, community, and myself.
1: Mmm, those are really good thank you (laughs) I like ate on the fly before coming here so the first thing that is not food food, snacks (laughs) Snacks. (laughs) which is not actually top three but I think like family and friends I'm gonna put Mm -hmm. them together I like your word community community. yeah it's Um, your community I think choosing kindness Mm -hmm. and then petting every dog that comes across my path incredibly valid (laughs) yeah Because I think if those are the only three things I have, I had a good day. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about it like the
0: three most important things. Like, here's my thought process behind it is like love. I think like love is the meaning of life. Like, that's why we're here. Love is the most profound thing you can experience. And in all its forms, because I do believe that hate is a version of love. Uh, It also symbolizes like intentions with somebody too. like my intention is to make you part of my community, which is where the community comes in. So the people who actually like, you know, keep us going day to day and they're how we find meaning in love is like through our connections with other people. And then like my final choice with myself is like, you know, you have to honor yourself like without you, you don't have life, you don't have meaning, you don't have anything worthwhile.
1: Okay, this is a dilly-dally. I was listening to what you're saying and I very much agree with it. But (laughs) I have nothing to expand on it. But... I was also thinking about our friendship facilitation Mm -hmm. episode because a lot of people liked that one. I wonder why. It's because everybody struggles with that. Yeah. So my sister and I have always liked to put together, like, Mm. a motley crew for any Mm -hmm. birthday parties we have. And we have an October birthday, which means we usually had, like, an – October 3rd. Oh, I know. (laughs) We usually had an interesting blend of, like, old old friends Mm – there we go – and brand new school friends. Mm, Fun. Like, we don't always know if these people know each other or not. Sometimes they did, and that was fun. Mm Mm-hmm um but I was actually really excited the other day Lisa actually I saw you and you told me and then Mm. my other friend texted me but I have had a streak of like trying to match up friends recently who just did not work out yeah part of it was like during 2020 and 2021 like I wasn't physically in Edmonton yeah so it was like long distance matchmaking just based on who lived closest to each other and who Mm -hmm. could like go on a walk together yeah yeah and there were some flops. I will, there I will acknowledge flops. that. There were also some that, like, were great for a while, yeah. and then faded out. And that's that. I'll take S- that as a win. Such as life. Oh yeah, but you and my other friend texted me that you two went for a dog walk, mm-hmm. and I mostly just introduced you because you both have corgis. That and that was literally ninety percent of what we talked about on the walk because yeah.
0: it's also like. You ever meet somebody who has your exact dog, and you're like, "Hey, I need to talk to you to figure out if my dog's a weirdo, and something's wrong, or if that's just kind of how it is." Yeah. Or like, especially for corgis too, they can be a little... Bless you. Oh, you were uh, yawning in I, the I
1: was, middle of my sentence. <laughs> it was. I told you about my my day on the way. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: Kelly had a day. And I a had half. a roller coaster of emotions
1: in a very short period of time. It was very intense it was high pressure and then it was anticlimactic and I feel like my body is like releasing the adrenaline see I'm gonna yawn too
0: so we're even (sighs) is it my turn to draw should I draw level three
1: yeah pick whichever one you want well,
0: you're the one answering. It's and I'll funny draw because
1: <laughs> we talked about, like, chaotic neutral already, and I've been drawing from the front of the deck this whole time. I've been drawing from the Yeah, <laughs> digging into the middle and then rejecting cards.
0: Well, this one was one I read when we were warming up, and I oh, don't, yeah. don't want to give you a song suggestion because <laughs> <laughs> we have literally the exact same taste
1: in music. What can I help you with? Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a good question. Mm. I feel like with you I'm pretty good at like debriefing situations mm. I think there's nothing specific that comes to mind but maybe I'm just going to give you permission to give me like tougher love sometimes <laughs> yeah I feel like our friendship has hit that level where like you don't have to be optimistic but actually no maybe like what would be helpful is if you if I'm coming to you with something and mm-hmm. it's obvious that I've already processed the whole thing in my brain in <laughs> advance like call me out on it Just like why are we talking about this <laughs> be like why didn't you come to two weeks ago when you were like Uh, figuring this out (laughs) yeah well okay
0: alternate question what have I helped you
1: with um like confidence like when you approached me with the podcast idea (laughs) I was like sure sounds fun let's try it and then I started telling people and they were like what yeah (laughs) and the funny thing is I had been on a podcast once before and I didn't really tell a lot of people because it was very like work focused Mm -hmm. so I like I think I shared it on my LinkedIn and then that was kind Mm -hmm. of it and it was like on like um, a professional topic like it had to do with my the job I was doing at the time and like a program I was working on but at the same time I was like no like that was a cool thing that I got to do. It was
0: I think you know what not to toot our own horn but I think podcasting is really cool and I think I think it's one of those things where it feels like anybody can do it but then like once you actually start getting into the nitty gritty of what it means to like do this and do it like and I don't think I'm doing it well by any means. I think I'm doing it but a, but a large portion of eventually doing something well is just working with mm-hmm. it well it's not perfect. And as in anything I think when people start deep diving into how this works a lot of people are deterred just by like all the little pieces and things you need to figure out and like I think it's really cool that we're still doing this it's the yeah. end of season two and neither of us has gotten frustrated or upset or you know started shitting on ourselves in any mm-hmm. way Instead, said we both treated it like the learning process that it is and like that's something you've really helped me with is just being like Let's just get to this to the point where it's workable mm-hmm. and then we'll figure everything out on the fly. And that's been like so fun. I've never done that before.
1: Yeah, cuz I feel like I'm okay at getting things out there, mm-hmm. but then you're actually this is a, another good thing yeah. where you're really good at like hyping things up Thank no ma- without <laughs> without even considering what people's reactions might be, which is a really good example for me to see. So like every time we come in here, like the librarians are always like, oh like what are you recording? Mm-hmm. So like if they haven't met us before. Yeah. And like today's librarian was like, oh yeah, I've seen you before. Are you still doing your podcast? And yeah. like you gushed about it. And I was like five years ago if I was recording a podcast mm-hmm. here, I would have lied to the <laughs> librarians and said I was doing a school assignment. And I was like in my head like thinking this through and I was like why?
0: Because you feel, again, it's putting so much weight on what other people think. And I think, like, I don't know how creative you consider yourself, but, like, I consider being creative a core part of my identity. And I think if you're going to be a creative person, a very large portion of that is coming to the conclusion that you just have to not care what Mm -hmm. other people think and it's a confidence thing too it's like I'm creating this for a reason and the reason is like it feels good to do that it doesn't need to be perfect it doesn't need to be like some wise all-knowing source it doesn't even need to be technically sound most of the time (laughs) the fact is we're here we're creating something and like that's more than enough reason I don't need anybody else to like this we could be doing this for absolutely nobody listening and I would still want to do it because mm-hmm. it makes me feel that good mm-hmm. and I think like it's just a skill you eventually get where you're you just stop giving a fuck and start getting yeah. excited again it's great
1: and I think like outside of the podcast one of the first times I saw that mm-hmm. was when I like asked what you were doing one weekend you're like oh I'm completely busy I'm having a twilight marathon and you're like I'm so excited about it And I was like who are you I was like, go You go, you go, Glen Coco. (laughs) I just don't care anymore. (laughs) No, which is great. Uh, I think that's great, too. Thank Um, you. I always said that, like, that's one of the things that I think is really great about getting older is you Mm. just stop caring. Mm -hmm. But I was picturing in, like, my, like, 60s or 70s is when that was happening. I was like, no, it can happen tomorrow. And it starts
0: happening in your 30s. Like the closer you get to 30, like I think we even said last week uh, on the episode talking about how your 30s is when you just start liking the things you liked when you were 13 and you just don't care anymore. And like, that's been something that lately every time I've been like, I don't really know what I feel like doing, but I need to do something. I've so been returning to whatever I was into when I was a kid. I watched like this shitty teletune show marathoned it. It's called Total Drama Island. It was amazing. It was I've a, seen
1: some of that. It's
0: so well written for a kid's show. And I just thoroughly enjoyed it, not needing it to define me in any way. It was amazing. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm cherry picking cards because I forgot that level three is based on reflection. Oh. So there's some cards that ask you to like think back on the game, but we didn't actually play that much of the game. We've been playing for 46 minutes. Yeah, but we've only done like, I guess ten cards. Ten, yeah, ish. Um, well, so ask me whatever. This one says, "What do you think I fear the most?"
0: Mm, what do I think you fear the most? I think, hmm, I think, what you fear the most is someone seeing you for who you are and rejecting you because of it.
1: Yeah, 100% mm-hmm. because like which is very normal by the way. Yeah, and I think to compound that being mm-hmm. twins is such a novelty. Yeah. That a lot of people will gravitate towards you and mm-hmm. be like interested in what we're doing. Mhm. But they're interested in the twins or the girls, yeah, the um, set, the set mentality. So then I think yeah, that was something that I internalized mm-hmm. really young was like, "Ooh, like cuz people are always asking like who's the good twin, who's the bad twin." And I think Ugh. Don't ask twins that question because (laughs) both of them will immediately thinking, what if I'm the bad twin?
0: No, you know what I said? So some of my closest friends growing up, like, was my good friend and her twin brother. And I used to always torture them and ask them, like, all right, who was the buy one and who was the get one free? (laughs) Which is, like, the meanest thing to say. No, not to get too real on you. But I also think, like, being seen for who you are, as an individual, and then having someone say, actually, no, thank you, not interested. Like, I feel like that resonates with anybody on any level. Like, no Um, one wants to be vulnerable and be rejected because of it.
1: And honestly, like,
0: rejection doesn't actually even feel that bad. Rejection is something that I've, I'm trying to train myself to, like, see as a good thing. Because at the end of the day, if something, if somebody doesn't want me or some experience was not meant for me to have... I don't want it because it's not going to be a good experience anyway. No. You know? like You want
1: someone that's going to meet you for the first time and be like, heck yes. Yeah, I
0: want Fuck more, yes or no. Exactly. You're fuck. Well, no, it's Mama Choman's rule, right?
1: Yeah. Our fuck friend,
0: yes. Fuck yes. Or no. Or it's a, it's a no. And I just, like, life is so short. Why are we wasting time, like, trying to make things work for us when the stuff that actually is supposed to work for us will just work.
1: Yeah, no. You don't need to try. Okay, I also... You can pull oh. one more if you want, but I cherry-picked one that we should end on. But if you want to pull one more... I want to pull one we more. Time. I know we, we're... This will be our last one, I think. Oh, my God. What do you think my superpower is? Ooh, I think your ability to, like, facilitate space for people. Because, like, when I've talked yeah. about friendship facilitation, like, I just throw people in a room together <laughs> yeah. and give them snacks. Yeah. But every group situation I've seen you in, like, you... Um, Go up to people Mm -hmm. and introduce them and say like, hey, like you two have this in common. So Mm -hmm. not only are you like throwing people together, you're giving them conversation starters. Like I actually think you should wear a step counter when you host parties because (laughs) I I feel like it would be like (laughs) Uh, an exceptionally high amount (laughs) just during the party.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, for our Halloween party this year, John and I have a loose concept for what we're going to be for Halloween and it is under lock and key and you will never expect what it's going to be.
1: I know because I thought it was Barbie and Ken but apparently
0: there are too many people we know who are already going as Barbie and Ken so it's kind of like we we can't do that like it's just too expected and people have asked us to go as Barbie and Ken too so instantly I'm like no we can't. Um, Okay
1: except how much fun would it Would it be to be at your own party where everyone's just going, hi, Barbie? It would be
0: amazing. Maybe I'll start the night in one costume and change into another because now we're planning an event around these costumes. Um, But the point is I have made the decision that I can't wear any form of high heel like in my own home because I walk around so much I'm going to damage the hardwood or like Mm. roll an ankle or ruin my shoes or it's just forget it.
1: Okay, so let's do the one I cherry picked. So this is a wild card, but it says, write down one thing you want to let go of this year. Read it out loud and then rip it up together, which I thought was such a nice way to close Aww. out season two. And this game comes with um, pen and paper. A pen and paper. Oh my god! I'm and gonna give pencils. you half a piece of paper because I'm if I use up this pad of paper, I'm never gonna find one that <laughs> fits so nicely in this box. That's true.
0: So people know. Oh no! I'm <laughs> gonna a here, I'll
1: give an AS- ASMR paper rip. Oh. But. <laughs> Almost ripped evenly. Watch it
0: sound terrible when we play that back. Okay, one thing we want to let
1: go of. Yeah, from this year. Do, 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 do. Oh no, I should have just sung Taylor Swift. Oh shit,
0: we should have played more Elton John.
1: Well, we both apparently multitask and talked our way through that anyway, Oh, I love so that. Okay. We'll, we'll see what that sounds like listening back. Um, do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? You go first. Um, I want to let go of milestones and comparing journeys. Ooh. Now, can you tell me why you want to do that? I think I've gotten better at, like, advocating for mm-hmm. different goals I have and mm-hmm. why I have those goals. So I've actually had some, like, fun conversations with my mom recently like especially in the past couple months where She sent me, um, I might have said this in an earlier episode, but she sent me a video the other day that was why intelligent women aren't settling in relationships. Mm -hmm. And it was a really interesting examination because it looked at both sides. It was saying, like, they don't have time in their schedules to settle. Mm -hmm. But it also means, like, for anyone that doesn't make a good first impression that needs a little warm-up time, like, Mm -hmm. they're hooped. Yeah, totally. And so... It was also saying, like, you need to, like, find a way to, like, meet in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. figure out what your non-negotiables are for sure when you're mm-hmm. dating. But also, like, the whole concept of the ick. Mm-hmm. Like, not all icks are, should be deal breakers. Yeah. So Sometimes an ick is just an ick. Yeah. So, like, it was a good learning experience. But I was, like, sometimes, like this is a dilly-dally, but sometimes I'll watch people's ick videos and beige flag videos. And I was like, they're kind of the same thing. Yeah. But when you love someone... It's just a beige flag.
0: Yeah, when you love somebody, it's just, like, a weird little thing that yeah. they do. And it's like, okay, well, whatever.
1: <laughs> and I actually saw, like, a super wholesome video the other day where um someone was describing an ick she had. Mm-hmm. And her ick was men that drink Frappuccinos. And so a guy stitched it, <laughs> yeah. slurping a Frappuccino. Like, and he you. was like... He was like, my ick is people uh, yucking someone else's yum. Like, he, and he was like, <laughs> just, just like what you like. Yeah, who cares? And then it comes back to the daylight speech. Mm-hmm. I want to be defined by the things I love, not yeah. the things I hate. So,
0: I mean, I think good for you for kind of releasing yourself of the burden of the mental mm-hmm. to do list of like that's been hammered into every woman's head of like gotta go to college because we fought for this so now I feel obligated to even if that's not my path and then I have to get a really good job because we fought for women like up in yeah. the offices. So I have to succeed and then I also need to find find a partner of some sort. And if I don't have that even though I have everything else now I'm a fucking failure. And oh what you don't want kids? Well you need to have them. You need yeah. to raise the next generation better and it's just like how about like what the fuck do you want like how about it like what's going on right now just this to-do list we all carry around that like hopefully we're the last generation of women who is forced to carry this burden it's like the whole reason we fought for our rights and freedoms as women as discriminated people is so we have the freedom to choose whatever the fuck we want the same Mm -hmm. as any straight white man
1: yeah (laughs) <laughs> and I think what I needed to let go of is like feeling the need to like villainize the yeah. opposite choice. No, they're all valid. So, like finding a way to like talk about mm-hmm. what my goals are and what I'm working towards and where I want to grow as a person and making sure that it's positive about mm-hmm. like the growth. Yeah. And not shitting on other people's life paths. So, totally. like, as much. Like, yeah, so, like, even talking about, like, I don't really want kids, so instead Mm -hmm. of joking and being, like, why would I ever want to raise kids, I can just be, like, oh, I'm focused on this instead. So, like, getting better at, like, deflection instead Mm -hmm. of, like, villainization.
0: I think, like, that's a great way to Mm -hmm. kind of phrase it. It's just, like, just because, like, I want something doesn't mean it's wrong to pick something else. It would be wrong for me, but, like, you do you, boo. Like, Mm -hmm. again, don't yuck somebody else's yum. And also, like a large part of what I'm dealing with now and not to like piggyback on what you're saying, but like for years, I always envisioned myself as like, you know, the breadwinner in the house. And I was going to have kids, but I wasn't interested in like staying home with them at all. I wanted to be like the one in the office. I wanted my husband to stay home. And when John and I first started going out and had that first big talk of like what we wanted, you know, he, of course, he was like, yeah, I'll stay home and raise the kids. But now the way like our careers are starting to work out, you know, John, it fell into several very lucrative professions. Yeah. It no longer financially makes sense for me to be the sole breadwinner because I found out I actually am not that interested in having a super high high power career.
1: So wait, can I guess, <laughs> does your paper say letting go of girl boss energy? No, I,
0: I was, I so fell for the girl boss brand, but no, actually, I guess this kind of ties in. So one thing I want to let go of is shame about who I used to be. so boom um I don't know if I've actually said this to you but as we've been recording these episodes over the last two seasons I've like quietly started thinking about past me more and more and more and like I I think I always like tried to be a good person but I failed a lot um because there you know there are a lot of things going on that were working against me for lack of a better term and I feel like sometimes when I'd share stories about like you know, this mistake I made or like, you know, maybe being with a person for not the right reasons. And even how I talk about people who um, were villains in my life, in my past, like just listening to old episodes now, I'm like, that's a little harsh or like I don't really feel good about Mm -hmm. how I phrase that. And I've been having just like a lot of shame about the journey it took to get here. And I feel like I just want to like give myself a little more grace and be like, no, like you needed to fuck up that bad, like you needed yeah. to make that mistake because now you under, like you've learned, you've grown and like, I just need to like stop judging myself based of what I know now and remember like, I thought I was in the right back then. Or like I had this perspective on the situation, so that's why I acted that way. Or like mm. understanding that you can love somebody and they can still hurt you, and it still isn't okay. And like, does that make them the worst person in the world? No, just makes them somebody who doesn't deserve to be part of your life. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to like, like all the self judgment.
1: So okay. And I know we've been doing roses at the end, but Mm. maybe what we should also do, because this was something we want to let go, Mm -hmm. but maybe for next season, we should set a goal and Mm. do it on the podcast for accountability, but maybe Mm. for next season, we could treat our stories Mm. as like things that we're releasing so treat it more as like a processing because sometimes I feel that too like I've I've been in the middle of an anecdote and been like why Why am I I telling this (laughs) I'd be like why am I talking about summer camp from 14 years ago again and I'm like if it keeps coming up like that means there's like something in you that like still needs to process totally or still wants to share about it Mm -hmm. um because I'm like yeah, like I have lots of cool stories about fun experiences I have. And those are never the ones that bubble mm-hmm. up because like they have nice emotions attached to them
0: totally or I find myself like so much of my 20s was spent in that bad relationship and I feel like I'm trying to uh, like get comfortable with admitting that even though it was a really bad relationship and I should not have been in it and I wasn't acting in my best interest and protecting myself like I still had a lot of fun in that relationship a lot of my best stories are you know in that person's companionship being that old person that I was And being really drunk, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of really fun, cool stuff that I don't share because I don't feel safe going back to that memory. And I feel like, yeah, let's be intentional about what we share. And it would feel really good to be able to share, especially from those not so nice places and kind of take the power away from that memory.
1: Yeah, because like. If we come back to Taylor Swift, like we always do, as we must, she's re-recording her albums mm-hmm. so that she can put them out the way she would have if she'd had creative control yeah. and had ownership. So it it's a chance to reflect on. Mm. Um, and it is kind of a redo as well. Um, but I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, your 30s are all about rediscovering why you loved when you were 13 mm-hmm. and having the financial freedom to execute. <laughs> yeah, and I maybe. was like, so maybe our goal for season three is like, you know how people are always talking about like, oh, I'm I'm entering version 2.0 of myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe for season three, we go back to 1.0. Yeah, I feel like I
0: just, we, we were talking about this on the car ride over and just all our things. We kind of want to tweak for season three. And I feel like there was a point in time and I can hear it when I listen back where we got really in our heads about how podcasting is supposed to be fun. Or it's how it's supposed to be done. And I'm like, it would be nice to just, like, simplify some things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, I will say this to you right now. I would be down fucking play this game every episode <laughs> of Season 3. Yeah, so Season
1: 3 is the game of We're Not Really Strangers. Probably not for the whole time, but no. maybe... We, we got can, to restructure
0: it a little. Yeah. Like.
1: We'll, we can use this to add more spontaneity spontaneity, mm. and then just maybe let ourselves go in longer dilly dallys. Oh, you know,
0: I love a good dilly dally. But yes. so actually, speaking of dilly dallys, I think it's about time we wrap season two up. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And if you've been with us since the beginning, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not. You know what? I'm not sorry either. I'm sorry about the occasional audio issues. I can't promise they'll be better, but I can promise I will try my best.
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you for putting up with our early episodes, which had way more mouth noises than either of us cared to admit.
0: Yeah. I don't know why we make so many mouth noises and I just made another one. I'm going to you
1: know what I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to honor my truth. I'll leave it in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's draw the line. Let's draw the line. Bad at Boundaries is a podcast created by Lisa Hennig and Kelly McGillis. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Bad at Boundaries. Thanks for listening.